2: stay tuned folks it's supposed to turn uh, quite temperate this week warm spring uh, the buttercups are blooming in my yard so hey and uh, over the weekend we saw all sorts of spring birds arriving uh, the, the bluebirds uh, were on our feeder as well as a number of other birds that I've not seen or heard since last fall or last summer or last spring so It's coming, folks. Hang on. We're just, what, 10 days from the 1st of March. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning, man. Good morning, Doug. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning. Good
3: morning on a nice, chilly morning. Are you seeing a little bit of sign of spring out there, Mr. York? Yeah, just a little bit. You know, you see grass turn a little greener, you know? Yeah, the
2: grass turned like four or five shades of green, greener over the weekend. Yeah.
3: If birds are flocking around a little bit, I even put a little food out in the bird feeder swamp. There you go. All right, Miss York. I have the yeah, I've got you plenty of help this morning. Well, I see. we we going to overrun them, boys, this morning. <laughs> fight, fight the power. Fight
1: the power.
3: We're going to be just like the union. Overrun them, boys.
2: <laughs> all right. First of all, uh, it, it is President's Day, and so Seth Campbell, who's a teacher at Mount Pleasant High and, and takes the progressive point of view, is with us. Good morning, Seth. Hey, good morning, everybody. Thanks for having me. And my good friend and colleague Mike Roden, who worked with me in the U.S. Attorney's Office for many, many years, and has uh, all Democratic presidents since, or did have all Democratic
1: presidents since Franklin <laughs> Roosevelt on his wall. <laughs> good morning, Mike. Good morning. Happy President's Day. Uh, president's Day is the almost the perfect federal holiday in many respects. You've, it's a compromise. You got Washington's birthday, you got Lincoln's birthday, and decided to cram them together to make one holiday so we can sell mattresses. <laughs> or sneakers, and sneakers. Or, or sneakers. And sneakers. Good. Yeah, good one. <laughs> good. Oh yeah, yeah. Let me tell you how great Biden's economy is. It's so good that uh, you got hardworking, you know, people uh, who probably don't have the money to spend, who are spending four hundred dollars for a pair of sneakers painted gold. Uh, and so that, that I think that's a testament to how good the economy is.
2: Okay, <laughs> for those of you don't know. Uh, And there are some, I'm sure, who don't know. Trump uh, introduced us a line of uh,
0: gold sneakers that he's selling as part of the Trump brand. I don't quite know. He he went to, uh, is it called SneakerCon?
1: SneakerCon, which I didn't know was a thing. Up
0: in Philadelphia, and yeah, he unveiled a couple of different, they they got some other ones up instead of, you know, they got the gold ones, obviously, but he's got more than just the gold ones.
2: I think Trump just likes to just, like... Throw in a little bomb once in a while, just something to get everybody of off. You know, he's got
4: bills to pay now.
2: He's got some, got some pretty big bills legal bills. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But I you think know, there's an element. I'm gonna of
1: order joke. you and Clayton a pair, but they're gonna be COD. <laughs> <They're>, uh, <laughs> the, it's a bit of trolling, I think. A little bit. He does need the money, but I think it's also just a bit of trolling. But here's and the... now he's got a GoFundMe page, though, Mike. Oh yeah, oh yeah.
3: GoFundMe is for people that need really need help. If he's the richest man in the world, why is he? doing a
4: GoFundMe page. Uh, he's not doing it. Some of his bonehead supporters are doing it for him, and I'm sure the money will just be... <laughs> I mean, that puts More a More votes bad name for on Trump, Trump on that Fund Fund comment
0: people. alone.
1: Yeah. Bonehead well, supporters.
0: Well, uh, I, mean, I mean, to mean to, to I mean, what set an up a, elitist comment, Seth. To set up a GoFundMe. Bonehead supporters. You hear that, him. folks? From left-wing Seth Campbell. Bonehead supporters. I think, <laughs> I think if you set up a GoFundMe
4: insulting. for a billionaire, self-described billionaire, I think if you send a GoFundMe up for him, you are a bonehead. I don't think all of his supporters... Supporters are a bonehead, but I think if you set up a GoFundMe for the billionaire quotations around billionaire, then you are a bonehead. Cool. There right. are
3: many cool. people out there that need to put up a GoFundMe because they need some assistance. You and, know, folks and to have a, a self declared billionaire to downgrade the GoFundMe opportunity is really, really at the bottom of the barrel. You know, uh, yeah, okay, Mr. York. You know,
2: the thing that occurs to me—I mean, all Trump would have to do to avoid the lawsuits, to avoid the uh, danger to his life, not run for president. It's just not run for president, and I'll this, shut this, his this, mouth. This, yeah, there, just,
1: you go. Well, he would still have <laughs> the consequences. Of, this is of what's mad. already been done. Now,
0: no, I do. It, it is true. It is true. Again, I, he, no, 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 no. We hang mentioned on, this last week. Hang hang on. On. It is true. No charges until he ran for president. and all
2: he'd have to do is say, "I'm not running for president." withdrawal the charges would go away. We all know that. Uh, I think the uh, it go away.
1: Think away. It is, it is true that it. he was flying under the radar for a long, long, long time. Right. He worked for but,
0: NBC, yeah.
1: Well, but as far as his businesses I'm are sure concerned. I'm sure you watch their news, that, so. Yeah, yeah, well, no, I, I never watched <laughs> the program, but I understand. Yeah, he was definitely a public figure since the 80s, maybe even before that. But I'm saying is, as far as his businesses were concerned, yeah, he was kind of flying under the radar. but. I think anytime you run for president, that invites scrutiny. And when All scrutiny right. comes, then people are going to look at folks. Into, folks you know, think about run. this.
2: Try to put on your other hat and think about why Trump has so much support, even from boneheads. He is willing to commit his fortune for us. It is reasonable that he is risking his life for us, and that is what
3: is going on. I mean,
0: I mean, the, 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 judgment, the judgment last week. I mean, might
1: This is flying over you Democrats' heads. I'm sorry. You, you don't really?
2: understand bonehead Trump? You you just pejoratively <laughs> called Trump supporters boneheads? I, I, I called
4: call the supporters that created the GoFundMe yes. for the billionaire. I mean, well, I put whatever. an asterisk on that. There's there, a big difference between a, the normal voter and then the person who creates a GoFundMe for the billionaire. I think there's there is a big divi- a, there division. There is
1: a subset of Trump supporters that I think can legitimately call, be called boneheads. Well, there's a subset of anybody's supporters are, that can be absolutely, called boneheads. Absolutely. I mean, that, absolutely. You know, but what, I think Seth's point is right. If you set up a GoFundMe... Go fund me page for billionaire yeah you're a bonehead <laughs> there's people that really need like i say to,
3: to have a GoFundMe page because they really need help and the, and the, the downgrade something like that by his actions it, it, but it doesn't surprise me he downgrades everything
2: yeah uh, once again though trump is willing to commit his fortune and to risk his life for his supporters for people who were following him.
0: Mike, think, I think, think about that sneakers? one, folks. <laughs> I, I think about
1: it. it. It makes me ill to think about that, but okay.
0: Mike, think about that. you've been in law most of your life. Uh, yes. Your thoughts on the judgment we saw last week. Well, and, you and know, we also Will no, well, you explain to the audience who, who the victim was in that judgment, too, what, and, and who that money, you know. We're talking about who, the, was the, the
1: fraud case in New yeah, York. Mm-hmm. The, I guess the citizens of New York were the.
0: And explain how they were the victims.
1: Well, look. The all,
0: predi- all, all, all loans were repaid, right? Predatory it, the, capitalists.
1: It doesn't matter if 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 the fraud was committed. It doesn't matter that they were ultimately. And what repaid. fraud was committed? Well, look. I, you're asking me to analyze the case, and I haven't looked at it, you know, in in, in detail. But from my understanding, it was the overvaluation of of property. It was a number of things, but but the one of the big headlines of the of the of the uh, charges were the overinflating of of property when it came to um valuation time to get loans and then undervaluing it when it came time to for a tax time so he was playing it both ways and that was a fraud on the on the citizens of new york um there was more to it than that but that that was one of the the, uh, the larger things but look i know the 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 fun thing to do on the right is to is to say this is all has been generated because he's running for president and because he's it's all politically motivated. Uh, it's 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 in a blue state, so therefore it must be it's it's not legitimate. But you know these are people who have the the uh, Attorney General of New York brought these charges. Uh, they were uh, at the at the trial level. They were uh, handled by. A, a jury a court the judge has taken a long time to to evaluate everything trump did not do himself any favors uh with his antics in the courtroom uh and and his constant belittling of the judge and his and the judge's staff um which is totally out of line uh, so uh,
0: what about the judge's wife who's made comments on twitter about trump that, that is that out of line
1: i i don't know what 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 Comments you're referring to? I, I don't. I don't know them. What did you well, well, say? Of course, they're not going to be.
0: they're not going well, to be reported on. There. I be mean, just trashing Trump. Well, and then it gets found. It, then she that was probably her
1: inappropriate on her, given the fact that her husband was was presiding over over trial. Yeah. Well, that what was the chances do you think this she, gets
0: overturned in appeal? Uh, very very slight.
1: Very, very slight. slight. Very slight. I don't think so.
0: So he's gonna he's gonna owe three hundred fifty five million dollars.
1: Well. He shouldn't have committed the fraud in the first place. What a joke! You can't name the. Wait, big, wait, I mean, they're, if they're, you go that, examined, someone it, you, it, it is I, a I, joke. I, yeah, I, look, I would have come prepared if, if if I knew this was I was going to be quizzed on this. Someone, if you want to invite someone on who has looked at it, then they can do a much better job than I can. Maybe Seth has looked at it more a, a than negative
4: I on that one, but I just it, think it, that you guys idolize this guy who's been in and out of trouble his whole life, and you say just because when he ran for president, but I mean there was stuff going back, um, you know, decades with the unfair housing practices. Practices in New York and the, and the Central Park um, crimes and him lobbing bombs with that. I mean, it's just a. It just. I mean, there's a trail of his misdeeds, and you guys are willing to canonize him. Every chance you get. And I, I I can't understand it. There's nothing conservative about this guy.
1: 20, hey, Clay. 25, hey, Clay, 26. 26 I, I lost count. 25, 26 credible allegations of sexual misconduct by women against him. Oh, good. And I mean, he
4: said he could shoot somebody on what, Fifth Avenue and still be like elected president. That, you took that seriously.
1: I, I mean, I, I think it's true. I
4: think it's true. I, I, think, think, I anybody- think he could commit crimes and you guys would still support him.
1: Anybody who's running that's, that's, for president that's, that's, and makes a comment, yeah, they should be taken seriously. Just like his statements about NATO should be taken seriously, because I mean, I, I don't care if he was if he was kidding or not when he said that, or if he was just making up a story. The fact that he's running for president and he says this, that that should be nationwide headlines in every newspaper. They still have newspapers, and on the the, the lead story on every news outlet that. A man running for president of the United States says that he would let Vladimir Putin run roughshod over our native uh, our our NATO allies, and he's wrong about the the uh, the structure of NATO and how it's these the he's, he thinks that they owe him money or they owe the United States money. No, it's the at at one point NATO pledged. Um, that they would have two percent of their national
0: GDP. You
1: yeah, got GDP for national defense. Not all the nations, in fact, the, the majority of the nations have not met that goal yet. But they still have some time. I think the the target was was this year. Um, but even if they don't make that target, it's it's a self imposed target. Even if they don't meet it, that doesn't mean we, we don't defend them. We have made a solemn vow to defend our, these NATO nations. And when, By the way, <clears throat> the only time Article 5 has been invoked is <clears throat> after 9-11 when our NATO allies helped us. So uh, NATO won the Cold War. All right. I know Republicans like to say Ronald Reagan won the Cold War, and I would give him some credit for speeding things up a little bit, speeding the inevitable fall of the Soviet Union up, maybe at what cost, but we can debate that some other time. But if you want to say who won the Cold War, it was NATO. It was Harry Truman in, in, in 1947 who set the template as to how we're going to deal with the Soviet Union. And NATO was a large part of that. And it it kept us it, it kept a war out of Europe. Obviously, there's been wars since then, uh, proxy wars for the most part. But it kept the peace in in Europe for for sixty, eighty, seventy, eighty years now. And to walk away from it is there's no words
2: to describe well, I, it. I would I would, my, I would my, take great pleasure in walking away from it, and I see don't see why we've got troops in countries we. Uh, defeated ninety years ago
1: because there's are strategic locations and which we can launch operations from. Uh, Mike, that's that's one. Why thing. do we need to do that? The
3: United States is I not see the no one need. arbiter, one nation that calls the shots for NATO. Everybody in NATO has a vote. If the what? United States doesn't participate, they're only one country. Yeah, they might contribute a little bit more monetarily. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. but there
1: are other nations it is in that our, are part of NATO. It is in our our national interest to be part of NATO and to support it.
2: I'd, uh, I question that, and I, 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 I'm willing to have a debate about that one. Now, we, we have no national interest in Ukraine whatsoever. NATO, maybe. I'll, I'll concede that a little bit, although my argument, we, we don't. But I can
1: see the other side of the argument there. The, the right just the, seems to love Vladimir Putin for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm against
2: Putin all the time. I mean, I, Putin, I'm, we, we said it last week. Y'all missed it. Clayton, I, I said mean, he's the Putin. ultimate warmonger. We, yeah. we believe Putin. And you war- hate warmongers.
4: How do you like see, Putin?
2: I don't see Putin as a warmonger. And he
4: just invaded a country unprovoked. He and he, <laughs> he on your, you oh, your You Oh man, you can't say anything about warmongers if you like Vladimir Putin. He invaded Mother Russia. Which oh was, my goodness, he invaded oh, no. Ukraine. He invaded Ukraine. A
1: sovereign nation. Yeah. There's a
4: there's a well, there's so That would be like saying Canada is part of England. I mean, that's like saying we're mother I mean, we're part of England still. No, well, I that, mean, that's, that's that eastern portion of Ukraine is, is Mother Russia and that's a complicated history that uh Putin He's gotten a hundred thousand of his own countrymen killed in an unprovoked aggression. Hell. Oh. Alright, let's come back. This is very complicated, but <laughs> it's what Putin was trying to say. And he spent almost 45
2: minutes talking about if the If he historical. was a Republican, you, and would, he you would hate Navalny. him. Yeah. He
3: killed Navalny.
2: Absolutely. Well he needed to kill
3: was 47 years old. He ordered him one time and he killed him.
5: grade.
4: Deciding what your next home will look like, cost in construction or timing can be intimidating. At the Wave Realty, our licensed general contractors help take the fear out of home building by walking you through the step-by-step process of estimating the cost and designing the look that you desire. You can even stay in your house until your new house is finished. Do you have a family farm or a piece of land you would like to build on? Our prices start at $195 a square foot and include brick and nice finishes. Come by our office and see what we can do for you at 800 Hatcher Lane in Columbia or call us at 931-580-4669.
5: attention middle tennessee ready to unlock the secret to faster easier weight loss introducing the revolutionary weight loss injection that's changing lives now at the dr gill center shedding those extra pounds has never been simpler it's quick it's effective and it's here to help you imagine stepping into a slimmer healthier you our experienced team is here to guide you every step of the way ensuring you achieve your weight loss goal the dr gill center is looking for 10 people who have more than 15 pounds to lose in the next 30 days call 615-882-4838 today and start your journey to a new you
1: Hi, I'm Kurt Green. If you're looking for a great night of acapella music,
2: all you've got to do is come out on the 24th and you'll see us at the Cherry Theater, 7th Element. And you will have such a great time. I'm hoping that all of the community comes out and supports this wonderful concert. It's at 6 p.m. I don't want you to miss it because you can find it so easily on Eventbrite. And just look for 7th Element in France. You're going to love it. Get your tickets today. Three dudes with a view. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. And we've got dude number one, Mister Jim York, live. Good from morning, West Del.
3: Good morning, everybody.
2: And we've got a doggone nest of lefties in here. <laughs> uh, Seth Campbell uh, is with us. His president of state, so he's uh, schools closed in Mount Pleasant. Seth, welcome. Hey, good morning, everybody. Thanks for having me. And Mike Roden, a colleague of mine in the U.S. Attorney's Office in Nashville, for. Gosh, 20, 30 years. Uh, Also, uh, uh,
1: taking the progressive point of view, welcome, Mike. Good morning. Good morning. I'm also a mediator. Um, um, After retiring from the U.S. Attorney's Office, I've opened uh, Roden Mediation and Consulting. So if you need a mediator, let me know. There we go.
3: He's available. Hey, Del. Yeah, Ms. Jordan. I didn't know we had five branches of government in the legislature. I didn't even Tell me about it. Executive branch, legislative branch, judicial branch. Putin's branch is Donald Trump's branch. <laughs> well, I don't know. I,
1: I would like to know. I'm not sure I see how that works, but okay. I would like to know. And, and again, I'm present company accepted because we've, we've talked about this before, but I'd like to know why there is, among conservatives, today's conservatives, a sizable element that seems to really idolize Vladimir Putin.
4: I think they started liking strong men. Yeah, because
2: there's a y'all. You're gonna off a subject that's almost too deep to describe in this format. There, there was the internet was torn up over the weekend about an interview that Tucker Carlson did. Let me see if I can find
1: it. Uh, he went to Russia and pretty much um, uh, bent the knee well, to well, put. He gave, him a two
4: hour, him? he gave him a two-hour. He gave him a two-hour, you know, window, and and Putin schooled him on Russian history and just and then, diatribe. And then, yeah, and then
1: later on, to, uh, in an interview over the weekend after uh, Navalny died, uh, Tucker Carlson said that uh, you know leaders have to kill people.
0: I'm yep. not sure about that. But the, then he uh, went to well, the the grocery store,
3: Mike. He went to the grocery store, and it the grocery store was so clean. De, de, oh
0: yeah. Did Barack Obama order for? Os- Osama bin Laden to be killed, Mike. Yeah, he did. He, so did. he killed some. George W. Bush sent people to die in the Middle East. Okay, yeah, so he did. you're
1: equating so. uh, Alexei Navalny? No, with, I'm not. Uh, Os- you just Osama you just Laden. asked
0: the question, no, though. Does leaders have to kill people?
1: Leaders sometimes have to make military decisions. Absolutely, they kill people. They kill people. That, that, that result in death. Right. Absolutely, ben, but I don't see ben how that has to do with here. killing a political well, opponent.
0: I can't find. Do you it. know that Putin killed him?
1: Well, (laughs) if you don't believe that Vladimir Putin had a hand in Navalny's sudden death and he was on camera just the day before, you know, smiling and wherever he was behind some glass, uh, looking healthy. I mean, he obviously had lost weight, but at least was not at, at death's door. And then the next day he drops dead. If you don't believe that Vladimir Putin had a hand in that then I got some swampland in Florida to sell you. Yeah. Well, what happened the, to the, the guy who had, had an been...
3: uprising against Putin and
1: all of a sudden died in a plane crash? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And, and people who fall out windows conveniently. Look, Vladimir yeah. Putin is a thug. He is The, cl- uh, the Hitler analogy is, is fraught with all kinds of problems, but he is the closest thing that we have seen since World War II to a strong man who is threatening the world order.
2: Well, I disagree. And Clayton, I said last week that we, I, I trust Putin more than I do our own CIA
3: oh, That, that, oh, hurts, man. that um, hurts, man. That hurts, man. Oh, oh, That's come so anti American. 30 some years in government, and you trust a foreign ex KGB agent.
2: What, because what, I have how lost all trust that? in
0: our own, invita- in right, our own I, institutions. I, I believe that our government had Kennedy killed. I really do. So uh, well,
1: I think there was. A, well, look, I again, FBI just got there, and FBI. I just, FBI, got there, that's just don't another, trust that's them anymore. A, that's another t- show we could do. You know, yeah. hours on. I just got through listening to Rob Reiner's podcast on Who Killed JFK. And uh, you may or may Ron not like Rod Reiner. Rob Reiner. Well, I know. I know, I know. As soon on. as I drop that name, I know I'm going to get. But, um, but it was very good. I mean, he actually he would agree with you, Clayton. And he makes a very strong case Listen, that there were me, elements of the CIA. Me, you know, Charles, yes, Charles. Not the CIA total, but elements within the CIA. Charles
2: McGonigal, Georgia. Charles McGonigal, the ex head of the counterintelligence of the FBI, who was Peter Strzok's boss, there you go. Uh, has been sentenced to. To uh, prison for scheming with Albanian intelligence officials. Uh, th- this is the deep state, and the, the,
4: what th- there's elements to, of corruption you, for you sure. Did, yes, and and exactly. I mean, there's go, they're going to be elements of, elements of corruption, but but favoring. R- Russia and Putin, and you know, I and that the, over Americans. It's just, it's, it's, it's the, gross. The, I watched falling. the two-hour interview with Putin, and I just—all
2: Putin has ever done is to, uh, is to act in the interest of the Russian people. That's it. And I, I don't and think it was, was in the interest of the graph, Russian people to graph. invade
4: Ukraine and have hundred thousand of his own countrymen killed. That's exactly. why
2: he was trying to explain to you. If you watch the two-hour interview with Tucker, which you know, there, there, there are a couple of the, what they didn't want. Everybody kept wondering, what do they not want us to see? What are, what is Putin going to say? Why does? Why does the left not want Tucker oh. to interview Putin? They went crazy yeah. over it and tried to stop him. Interview
1: Putin. I think it's funny Putin. that he did I support his right to interview Putin.
2: They, they actually stopped the interview by leaks from Hunter's text messages that they were intercepting. The first time Hunter wanted to do it, Tucker, I mean, wanted, Tucker, to do it. Yeah. Tucker wanted to do it. The second time he wasn't working for Fox anymore, so he did it despite the, the efforts by the administration to stop him. And. It's a 2 hour interview and I you know I kept going what is it that Putin's going to say? Well if you watch the 2 hour interview you realize that Putin and Russia are absolutely no threat whatsoever to the United States. They are they are no threat whatsoever
3: to themselves they are threat to Europe they are threat to
2: the world. You If you watch that
1: tough questions.
2: If you watch that interview they are no threat <laughs> to Poland or anybody else. He
1: blamed Poland for Germany's invasion in 1939. Yep. All right. He blamed Ukraine for, for. Yes, he blamed. Oh, oh Mike, no, if you, you watched you, it, I didn't hear that. Selective listening. No,
2: I, I, I didn't hear that.
4: <laughs> and, and, and we have to believe that Putin's given the interview. I mean, he's relaying the message he wants to relay to the West. Exactly. It, it's, it's what he Exactly. It's what he wants when to the do Democrats become warmongers? You support uh, the biggest warmonger in the world today, in is Vladimir a war Putin. Warner. He was 100,000 of his he, countrymen he ex, dead. He explained, that is a warmonger. If he was in the Republican Party, you would hate him. But since he's in Russia, you love him.
1: Well, he
2: explained in detail that, you know, and uh, I spoke to a friend of mine whose uh, mother uh, was born and raised in Serbia. Uh, And we don't she was trying to explain what's going on there. Uh, And we don't understand it because we don't know it. Uh, Yeah,
3: they don't uh, have free press.
2: It's all state run media. That's not the point. That's not the point. She she was pointing out that that as putin tried to explain you know this goes back 800 years and it's not something new it's not something all of a sudden well i want to invade my neighbor you know i want some more territory this this goes back 800 years and that eastern ukraine is mother russia now that doesn't excuse but it Helps to understand somewhat, and also helps to understand that Russia's interests here are quite specific and isolated. Mm -hmm. They don't extend to invading Poland or attacking the United States. Matter of fact, Russia has asked twice. Think about this now. Russia has asked twice now to join NATO and been
0: rejected both times. Well, Bill Clinton Clinton initially said yes, but when he went back and spoke to the intelligence agencies or, or people at the Pentagon, he. He came back to Putin and said, no, we can't do it. Why? Because the the, the deep
2: state needs a boogeyman. And, <laughs> Why uh,
3: did Switzerland and Finland join the NATO?
2: It, you, know, the, you know, Mr. York, what you may forget is, though, that when uh, the Berlin Wall fell in what? 90, when was that? In, a- 80, well,
4: 89? 80, 89, yeah.
2: When the Berlin Wall fell and Germany was reunited, uh, we you know had talks with Russia and agreed that east germany should be allowed to join nato but at that time we promised russia that nato would not be extended any farther to the east than east germany now almost every co- country that adjoins russia is a member of nato think about how and they that's feel.
3: right and 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 putin had no business invading ukraine and if he'd have stayed at home Maybe those countries would not be part of NATO. What business did we but, have? But they extending, want protection, also. Well, what, what, business? It, what business
2: did we have extending NATO all the way to his borders? When, when we promise,
3: those are sovereign countries. When they we had made promised, no,
2: when we had promised not to do that. Those
3: are sovereign countries. We can't speak for another sovereign country. They make their own decisions.
2: Well, we can speak to who's in NATO, and if we say no, they don't get to join. Uh, it has to be by consent. So, you know, we have mistreated Russia in ways oh. that just don't make sense.
3: <laughs> oh my goodness! Don't Russia. stop me to crying, Bill. Gee Um You have oh. so
4: much more love for like Vladimir Putin than you do like Nikki Haley, and it's just amazing to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that well, would, that would be true. I know it's, it's strange to me. Liz <laughs> can we go
1: Cheney back? Can we go back to talking about count. how ugly the shoes are? I think. I think. I, I think that's a topic oh, we need man. to explore. Oh man, yeah, more. Mike. The shoes.
3: Are- <laughs> Look like some two year old. Maybe
2: I can find it. The, the what burned up the internet in conservative circles at least over the weekend was not the interview with Putin, but the interview that uh, an over an hour long interview with um, uh, a fellow who used to be with the Department of State, uh, and it's it's uh, he explained he doesn't call it the deep state, but it's the military industrial complex, the deep state, whatever. He explained exactly what they've been up to since 2014. Uh, he worked for the Department of State in a high level for a while, and it's quite compelling. Uh, and it, and what, what he says is that democracy has been inverted, uh, and, he, what, and he explains that what the left is so scared of today is populism. And he says they would be oh. just as scared if Bernie Sanders had won when he ran in '16. They are they are scared to death of populism. Uh, and, uh, not
1: true. No. Why would if, if that's true? Why do we want to get rid of the electoral college? Yeah, we, no. we po- Populism in, we helps a, Democrats. Yes, exactly. Uh, I, so yeah, I think I it should think be a it, popular it, vote. It doesn't so. help.
2: It doesn't help. You guys would be like what the. Uh, Lenin led the revolution, and the Trotskyites were then executed. That, that's where y'all would end up. I mean, in the
4: last twenty-four years, Republicans have won the popular vote nationally one time.
1: One time, and I think that was suspicious. Uh, well,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, we
1: got a guest. Very suspicious.
4: All
2: right, we're going to talk to yeah, our guest got, on the other got side.
1: Yes, oh he's, he's coming on the wrong day. Uh oh.
5: and love is in the air all month. There's no better time to find your perfect match than this month with Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. From now until February 29th, get a free UV light when you purchase select new HVAC systems from Hiller. It's the perfect pair for cleaner, healthier air inside. You'll never be more in love with your home. Find your perfect match today at HappyHiller.com. Happy you'll be, or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck
4: today,
3: Hey, this is Jonathan Castile, a.k.a. John Boy, with John Boy's Handyman Service. One call and we'll handle it all. Truly means we'll handle it all. From pressure washing your house to doing remodeling, we're licensed, insured, and bonded. So rest assured, John Boy will handle it all. You can contact me at 931-242-7620 or my email, jonathan 10 at gmail.com.
5: If you have Medicare and Medicaid, you may be able to get more help to cover your care and costs. A United Healthcare Dual Complete plan can help you get more benefits than original Medicare. Whether you choose our online tools or over the phone support, United Healthcare will help you compare options so you can choose a plan with confidence. See if you qualify for a United Healthcare Dual Complete plan. Call 855 UHC MORE. That's 855 UHC MORE. 855 more
0: senators, congressmen, please heed the call. Don't stand in the doorway. Don't block up the hall. For he that gets hurt will be the one who has stalled. There's a battle outside and it's raging. It'll soon shake your windows and rattle your walls. For the time. A
4: all
2: right we're back three dudes with view my name is del kennedy i'm dude number three clayton have we have we lost representative Specky? it appears that we have okay well that may change what we talk about uh we scared him off we <laughs> scared him off yeah, you, mr. Scared york. Yeah, him mr york yeah mr york
3: tsu <laughs> the, you, you the may, audit that's supposed to Lost $200 million and the audit never said any dollar figure in the audit. I want to ask him about that.
0: All right, let's. Uh, he had to take a phone call from the speaker. Okay. Oh, so we, oh, oh man. Sure he did. <laughs> Mr. York's next
4: in line.
1: That's right. All right, Vera
4: I want to yeah, talk about what uh,
2: a few weeks ago or a month or two ago, Seth brought in Sarah Maccabee. Uh, whose husband is a January 6th defendant, and uh, I think it's fair to say even Seth was disturbed about some of the things that Sarah was talking about with regard to her her husband's treatment. He's been incarcerated now in D.C., uh, awaiting trial and sentencing uh, for over two years, I think. Uh, and Sarah described the lack of due process. Uh, the lack of a speedy trial, the lack of, uh, access to representation, uh, Sixth Amendment implications, uh, she also described the cruel and inhuman treatment he was suffering, uh, having been put in solitary confinement in the Department of Corrections, uh, for the District of Columbia, uh, 22 hours a day in a very small cell for no other reason than he was a January 6th defendant, uh, and so, uh, Seth, and I need to keep introducing folks, but uh, his name is Colt McAbee. The husband's name is Colt Mackabee. A federal, you know, sometimes good, you know, the right thing does happen. A federal uh, judge ordered the, an investigation by the United States Marshal Service into the conditions under which Colt was being kept. Uh, as a result, the supervisor of uh, the uh, Department of Corrections uh, facility in which Colt was being kept has been fired, and Colt has been moved to another facility, Uh, and the supervisor was found to be guilty with numerous other infractions against January 6th defendants. But it's just hard to imagine, though, that you have a culture such it is in D.C. where you have a whole culture of jailers who obviously know that, that they're doing something wrong. They know their their colleagues are doing something wrong. They're treating prisoner, prisoners uh, cruel and humanely, but believe that because of the culture of the bubble in which they live, that they'll never be called out for it or nobody will ever report it. All right, dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? Doing well, Doug. Good morning, everybody. Dude number no. Yeah, dude number one, Mr.
3: Jimmy York. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Look, across this country for many years, people that go to jail, go to prison, have been treated unfairly by prison guards, by police officers, and home that's nothing new. That's I mean, not uncommon. Because yeah. he was involved in January sixth, you want to make a big deal out of it? So be it. He had a choice oh, of going or not going. Yeah, right. And right, he right. went. He shouldn't have went to Washington with the with the rest of the folks.
5: <laughs> oh, can, I, can
2: I say York. something? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, all right. I mean, yeah. So the. The ends justify uh, whatever because of what happened. It's okay. No, I'm not saying it's okay to violate the Constitution. Me, but he shouldn't
3: have been there. You yeah, he you've, shouldn't have been there. you
2: said, Miss York, you've said repeatedly no matter how many times the Bill of Rights was violated with regard to Colt McAfee, he deserved it because of January 6. All right. There are other people in jail incarcerated, too. Miss York, you're on record for that. Uh, Seth. I don't hear a lot of people. Yeah, Seth Campbell. Other uh, folks. Seth Campbell, who is uh, here because it's his present stay and he's not teaching Mount Pleasant High School well, Welcome, to South
4: Campbell. How you doing, man? Hey, thanks for having me. Quick, Can I do a quick announcement, Doug? Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, Doug, I just Doug. want to tell everybody that this coming Saturday at the Memorial Building here in beautiful downtown Columbia, we have the 20th annual Kiwanis Yard Sale. Um, come on out. It's, it's a heck of a time. It's like a yard sale mixed with a flea market, really. There's stuff for everybody, and all of the proceeds help raise money for the Imagination Library. Um, I get students up early and out every year for this to try to help out. Um, it's for a good cause this saturday from eight to noon at the memorial building downtown columbia and i think if folks want to
2: donate things to be sold in the yard sale they can drop them off friday afternoon from one to four one to four
4: yeah come by the memorial building friday um from one to four and you know lightly um you know used household items some furniture you know that kind of stuff you have laying around if you want to donate it if you want to help out the imagination library come bring it on and we'll sell it off on uh saturday morning Seth, talk just very briefly about the impact of the Imagination Library. Um, You know, it it has such a wide-ranging impact um, throughout the state, too, that if you want a book as a kid – I mean, it's free of charge. You sign your kids up, they get a book. I think it's a book a month through Dolly Parton. And it's just a heck of a a program where, you know, I've met so many people impacted by it, where you have a different book coming all the time to um, just kind of enrich the lives. And so, you know, books aren't cheap. So for a lot of people, it it helps out and you have new literature coming in so kids can read. Uh, Dolly Parton spearheaded it. It's a great cause. And we would love for you to come out, you know, shop around, maybe make a donation. Uh, Just come on out and support the Columbia Corps in the imagination library this saturday memorial building eight to noon yep and the quail has
2: always been uh th- th- that's their big thing is to be involved with the imagination library to facilitate make it happen here in it's a, it's a great cause and yeah. e- every year it's it's awesome all right my colleague for many years in the u.s attorney's office in nashville a close friend uh, and taking the progressive point of view also is mike roden How you doing? good morning everybody
0: Mike, you were going to make a point earlier to what Mr. York was saying.
1: Oh, um, look, I think all January 6th defendants are not created equal. Um, There are some who... You know, I part, agree. Of the, part of the Proud Boys, uh, other groups like that, who uh, who actually went there, had planned, where they were they were organized, they were planned, they knew what they were going to do that day, and then there, there, and there were those. I think off off camera one day we talked about uh, off mic one day we talked about uh, the WIFM defense, uh, the WIFM, You know, I was just WIFM You know, <laughs> I didn't do anything. I didn't <laughs> I didn't commit a crime. I was just WIFM, And I think there were some who who probably have the WIFM defense. I don't know this gentleman you're talking about what exactly what he was doing, but look. I may disagree with him as to whether the election was stolen. I may disagree with him about why he why he was there, but he had the right to be there to protest, to do whatever, to exercise his free, his First Amendment rights. Now, once they started going into the into the Capitol and breaking in, you know, I think maybe there there were some lines that were crossed. Get the but hell
4: not, out of Dodge! Yeah, <laughs> they should have got
1: the hell out of Dodge. But not all def- January sixth defense. But I don't care what you're charged with. I don't care if you're charged with a heinous murder. You need to be afforded due process and. Uh, I, I, I would disagree with Delk about when he says it's a culture. Now, we don't know that. I, obviously, there were some bad people there in the D.C. system who were mistreating this guy and perhaps other January 6th defendants. That's bad. And, and I'm glad a federal court has, has called him out on that. Um, but I don't know that we can say that it's a culture of this. Um, so I think that's, that's going overboard.
4: What you just said—that's been my point all along—that they they should be afforded due process, and if there's anything humanely, yeah, if there's anything crazy happening in the jails like that—that we're being told—and apparently it is, you know—and I I believe Sarah when she was here, um, that needs to be corrected. I'm not saying what he what happened that day was right, certainly not, not by a long shot. But we can't, you know. The I'm glad that it's getting fixed.
3: Well, they had a whole group of congressmen went up to those jails, didn't they, and and, and looked at what the situations were and made their particular
2: report. Uh, I'm but, not aware of that. and There have been a lot of well, complaints well, there have that been. no uh,
1: Marjorie was... Taylor Greene, I think, went, and perhaps some others. Sure, and, sure. and look, okay. they politicized this. Wow. Big shock. <laughs> so, yes, I, I, two wrongs do not make a right, and, and then two, two rights sometimes make a wrong. So you've got situations where... Uh, Uh, Yeah, perhaps some of the January 6 defendants are being treated unfairly, but then there are some who who will use that to you know preach their 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 message uh, that uh, January 6 was just nothing; it was a tourist. Which, is, which isn't
4: this. true, too. I mean, I mean, like you said, a little bit of nuance needs to be involved in the sure. discussion. And and it, it, I don't think it was just a tourist, you know, group peacefully not. going through. But at the same time, we don't need to throw these people in solitary confinement and lock away the key. I mean, that's that's certainly not right. And it still well, has that not, is occurring to the tune of over a thousand defendants.
1: And it still has no, not been no, investigated, no. the, the yeah, role yeah, of some yeah. congresspersons. Uh, in in the lead up to January 6th. I mean, we know some of them gave tours the day before, uh, showing where stuff was. Uh, Some of that needs to be investigated.
4: I just hope after the next election, we don't have anything, no matter who wins, we don't have anything that resembles that. Aspect. I share your hope, but the odds are slim to none. I agree. That's why we're playing
2: sad
0: bump music. I don't see a future for this country. Let's don't well, forget that the summer before the election, St. John's Episcopal Church, one of the oldest churches in D.C., was lit on fire during a protest. Imagine those folks who lit that church on fire were held in a prison or a jail for a year and a half yeah. before a trial was even set. I mean, that that's... I, mean, I, I, agree with insane. A, I agree with I agree with you. I would agree. It's I, absolutely insane. I, I don't always
2: equate. It is a political persecution. All right, folks, we're coming to the end. The thing that I left out, and, and we hopefully we'll get to this later in the week, but it's you know related to the Putin and all that stuff. Tucker Carlson did. It's it's burning up the Internet over the weekend. He did another interview with a fellow named Mike Benz, who was a with the State Department at a high level for a number of years and tucker interviewed him for over an hour and uh it you know i hesitate to to listen to these hour long things but it's well worth the listen uh and here's what mike here's the the sum mike ben's concluded he calls the deep state the national security state the national security state is the main driver of censorship and election interference in the united states what I'm describing is military rule," says Mike Benz. "It's the inversion of democracy.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, his
2: opinion, your, just this, his this opinion. This guy
1: has an agenda. I no, idea.
2: I would. Say, it's safe to say he has an agenda. No, though. it's quite. And there's a an article about the same subject written uh, a Tablet, which is uh, not a right wing left uh, website at all, has a very cerebral uh, long piece about the same subject.
4: We aren't perfect, but and, we're not Russia
2: and analyzes what Mike Benz is, not what Mike Benz is saying, but examines the same topic, the military security state, it's it's long, it's cerebral, it's well, docu- well uh, documented. Uh, it's a very uh, comprehensive piece. So go to Tablet. I highly thank, recommend it.
3: Thank goodness we still have a democracy.